Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Sources online, on TV, internet, cable, however you want to look at it, on physical fitness. Tons of it. Tons of it. And I'll be honest, you know, like everyone else, I've struggled with the physical fitness, you know, aspect. And to be quite honest with you, preachers tend to be on the heavy side. By and large, uh, they do a lot of stuff, don't eat well, get fed a lot of really, really good food uh, by the churches. And uh, wow, I mean, some of those churches, uh, those ladies really know, and guys as well, really know how to cook up some great food. The only complication is, is uh, when you're sitting at a desk a lot, you know, whoo, all tends to go places it doesn't need to go. And, of course, we eat more than we should. But that's kind of the preacher aspect of it. But by and large, people tend to kind of fight with that at one point in their lives. Here's the thing, though. Have you ever thought about how your spirit is? How is your spirit? And by that, I mean, if you had to picture your spirit, what would it be like? And if you had to picture your spirit in terms of an athlete, would your spirit look like, you know, soccer star Mia Hamm, or Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime, one of the great movie stars that's really buff, would it look like an athlete? So, the question is, you know, there. If not, think about it. Where is it? Where do you feel like your spirit is in physical fitness? In fitness. In spiritual fitness, actually. Because that's important. That's very important because, let's be honest, this body, you can do what you want to do to it, but it's only going to last so long. It just, you know, this world is just every day pounding on the DNA and the RNA and breaking us down. So no matter how good you are to your body, it's going to have to give out on you sometime. Now the good news is, of course, Jesus is going to give us a new body later. That one's another podcast, but here's the story right now. We need to be working on our spiritual fitness. Spiritual fitness. And I think I've mentioned this, and I've touched on this in a prior podcast, but I wanted to 
throw some ideas at you. This is the first in a series on spiritual fitness. So, it's interesting that Paul likes to compare athletics to spiritual things. And I like that. Now, he uses some other, you know, metaphors as well, like military and so forth. But again, we don't want to go overboard with these metaphors because he's really trying to make a point. We don't want to go past the point using the metaphor. So the thing is, in 1 Corinthians, end of chapter 9, Paul says, and starting in verse 23, I do all things for the sake of the gospel, that I may share with them in its blessing. Okay, and, and by the way, when he says gospel, we tend to think very specific. Oh, this is how you get to heaven. That's not what he's talking about. When he says gospel, the good news to Paul was the good news of everything that God could do in your life if you will open your life to him, to God. Through Jesus, right? That's what Paul's getting at. So we tend to think the gospel is just one little message. It's not. It's all-encompassing because it's good news. And the good news is that God has is, is, is enormous. But anyway, I'm getting off on a tangent. So in verse uh, 24, he says, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I, I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air. But I discipline my body and keep it under control. Least after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. Now, several things he's he's kind of drawing uh, uh, lessons from. All right. Now he's talking about runners. He's talking about boxers. And he mentions discipline and keeping the body under control. Now, this perishable wreath he's talking about, in the Olympic Games way back when, okay, when they first started, uh, in fact, when they had, you know, the gymnasium events, uh, someone who won an event would get a wreath of laurel leaves that were, that were made into kind of a crown that the winner would put on their head. And uh, they did some pretty crazy stuff to get that, to get that little leaf crown. But I got to tell you, what he's saying is, and, and the honor though that was given to that person was absolutely unimaginable uh, here now. But then it was just, it was just wild. So, uh, so basically, they treated those winners like they were demigods. But, but that crown, because it was made of those wreaths, would, you know. Would, would wither away and and be gone. But his point is, is that when we get a crown, 
It's forever. It's forever. That's cool. That's awesome. But he's saying, when he says, look, in verse 26, he says, so don't run aimlessly. And don't box as somebody beating the air. What is he saying? He's saying, have a plan. <laughs> have a plan. A spiritual plan for your growth. Now, ideally, if you're in a church with a pastor who's engaged, that and a staff, a pastor, not just one pastor, but pastors, male, female, however that works in your church, they can help you with your spiritual plan. It's important. Now, in this podcast, let me ask you this question, because really... There's, there's, there's several elements, or the, the two main elements that you have to do to slim down and really get healthy. Number one is diet. So we're going to talk about diet for, for a second, spiritual diet. Are you only asking or only going or only listening to stuff that spiritual can do? Let me clarify. When you get a message that's all sunshine, all right, and and I'm going to throw throw out Joel Osteen, okay, get a lot of sunshine from that guy, okay, and again, sunshine's not bad, okay, that's spiritual candy. Now, the reason it's spiritual candy is because it's really great and it, it's just feel goodism, and it's now there's nothing the matter with that. Okay, and I want I want to say I want to say there's nothing the matter with having a message that is uplifting, you know. But here's the thing: life kind of comes at you with all kinds of crazy junk, and you can't do those kind of messages all the time. That's candy. Okay, it's icing, not the cake. That's the icing. And it's great. Icing is great. But if you eat it all the time, it'll make you fat, make you sick. What you have to do is you have to get a preacher that's digging in the Word. Digging in the Word. Some preacher who is giving you, with their sermons and teaching, the history of that message. The culture of that message. The language it was written in. And need to be doing Bible study. Not theology study. Okay? Bible study. They need to be getting the books of the Bible in you. That's what they should be doing. Alright? Now, yeah, there's some theology involved. But the primary focus, the primary focus should be the Bible study. Why? Because that's the meat. That's the meat in, in, in the greens. That's that's the stuff that keeps you that, that your body can turn into protein and muscle. That's the stuff that can that can give you the vitamins and the roughage and all that fun stuff. It can really you know and, and can cl spiritually clean you out, so to speak. Okay, but here's the thing and build spiritual muscle. Now what you eat and they say this, 
you know, they, they say this. What, what you eat is like 75% of looking lean and getting lean in me. What you eat. Watch what you're putting in your eyes. Watch that. Because if you're watching these programs where these guys are telling you, Oh, God wants you to be a millionaire and all that fun stuff. You know, um, watch what you're putting in your eyes. Because that's where, you know, and your ears, right? But that's what goes into the brain. And it's very, very important. That's your spiritual diet. That's what you need to be watching. So how grassroots down to earth is, is what you're listening to. Now, if you if you want to know, you know, I don't completely agree with John MacArthur, but I but he is really deep in the word. Okay, you know, and obviously, you know, not everybody agrees with everybody. There's there, the Michael Browns, you know, great. I tend to lean toward the teachers from the uh, Jerusalem School of Synoptic Studies. Uh, but there's, you know, but there's some great te Bible teachers out there, Chuck Swindoll, of course, you know, and there's some others. Okay, not those are just examples. I'm not just teeing off on a few guys. There are some very good examples. But be sure you're getting biblical studies in you. Now, here's the kicker, though. You you have to do something with that. Because that leads us to the second part. And in next podcast, we will talk about... We'll talk about the exercise. What kind of exercise can you use to build yourself up and to make yourself spiritually strong? And by the way, how do you tell? How do you tell you're getting spiritually strong? You're able to control your tongue comes out of your mouth and when you're telling people stuff that is the one of the biggest primary things and the book of James explains that beautifully you can control what you're telling people in a positive way and that's very Hebraic by the way I'm very you know try to be the Hebraic perspective that's very Hebraic to watch what you say to other people Make sure you're not dumping negative on, on them just for nothing. So, that's the closer you're able to do that, the more mature you are. And I don't that doesn't mean you're silent all the time. That's not what that means. What that means is when you interact, when you're saying stuff, you're saying stuff from a biblical perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let me encourage you to be on that spiritual journey for spiritual fitness and watch what you eat spiritually. That means what you're, what you're watching, what you're reading, what you're listening to. Music is a huge thing, right? It ought to be building you up, not tearing your brain apart. Amen? So, with that in mind, I want to encourage you in your walk and I encourage you to keep on keeping.
Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. If you would like to support this ministry, then please go to Patreon under L.A. Blackburn. May God bless every effort you make to do His will in His Word.